Welcome to another edition of Reptile Fight Club. I'm Justin Julander, your host. And I'm Nippa Reed. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. You didn't say anything right. about crumpets, though. I, mean, no. you know, I, I, I have not yet begun to nipper. <laughs> okay. Well, in, I see you're drinking tea with your pinky out, so. That You're really true. going f- all in for this nipper impersonation. Yeah. Good job, man. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, Siri's <laughs> talking to me. Apparently, I, I don't know what I said that sounded like that name, but. She heard nipper and she said, yeah. hello. <laughs> he said, I see you're drinking tea with your pinky out. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, well, what is new? What is going on? Oh, not much. As you can hear, my dogs are saying hi to Rob Stone. Say hi. Say hi, Ruby. Yeah, of course. Yeah, (laughs) of course. So uh, not much. Yeah, just back to back to work. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, hatched hatched out another Viper gecko egg. Uh, So I've got two baby Viper geckos that I'm having fun with now. That's fun. Um, Yeah, I just they're pretty tiny, right? Pretty they're pretty tiny. Yep, pretty tiny. Um, So they're just they're just mashing fruit flies right now. Um, Nice. Yeah, so that's fun. They're they're feisty little they're they're feisty little ones. yeah, continuing on. I, I just got like two thousand crickets in today, so I'd set oh, them up uh, while I was waiting for for you. Um, <laughs> and what else is new? I I I called you all excited the other day because I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure my children and I are gravid, you know. But uh, I don't know. Now I look at the female and I'm like, is she? Is she? <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I'm. You know, Sometimes was, it's hard to tell with those guys. Yeah, well, know? she was yeah. she's total head faking me out if she's not yeah. like she she she's big, but they go dude, she goes through this where she looks like that and then nothing happens, but she was laying inverted the other day and I was yeah. like, "Ah, that is a clear sign." But now she's like, "Psych, sucker." <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. you know. Yeah. I I know what you mean. Yeah, I've Yeah. I think there there is some percentage like, you know, 15 20% or something that some they'll they'll lay inverted when they're not gravid. It's mm-hmm. it's fairly infrequent. It's probably less than 20%, but that seems to be what's And I've never se- I've never seen her do that. So I'm uh-huh. I'm like, ah, yeah. ah, aha, you know. Yeah. No, it's like, definitely ah-ha! a good sign. <laughs> yeah. No, I well, I think so. I think so. We'll see um and then I'm pretty sure that coastal will be Come the the female coastal I have outside that should should be laying some eggs pretty soon. Cool. So that's pretty yeah, sweet. Ex- excited for that one. That that should yeah. be an interesting little clutch. So yeah, uh, that 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 Camus just looks freaking insane, man. He's out. You know, it's nice. like 55, 60 degrees and at night, and he's just out like chilling yeah. and looking looking amazing. So you yeah. know. Power to the old coastals in the street, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know. I think we, we definitely keep our reptiles too hot most of the time Mm -hmm. in herpeticulture. Mm -hmm. You know, we think, we think they, oh, they got to have it so warm. But yeah, I think in the wild there, I mean, we, we just got back from a herp trip. So we, we saw some stuff out in the the wild that was out when it was pretty cold and really windy and, 
Yeah, the nice, quiet, warm night with no wind. We didn't see Jack. It was the deadest. It was the <laughs> yeah. deadest death of dead. Yeah, there was nothing. A couple geckos, and that was about it. Yeah, yep. it was pretty slow. Yep. So yeah, it's yeah. I guess that 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 goes along with our topic later on. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've I've got a jungle that just went through a prelay shed, and and an inland that's in her prelay shed. So should have some wheat. A couple carpets this year. This so was a striped. Nice. This was striped jungle zebra. Um, z- zebra female to stripe line male. So got we'll you. see what happens with that. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And and the, the black-headed eggs seem to be going strong. So I, I was pretty proud of my little daughter. Uh, she pulled the eggs uh, while I was on a business trip. Um, the female blackhead python laid, and uh, she got the eggs from the female and, you know, had them in the incubator all going. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I, she said that the female was wrapped around them too. So I was, I was kind of like, Oh, you should have left them with her. So I could get some pictures of her on the age. Like, you know, nope, I'm doing like, this. I'm proving, yep. I'm proving my, I'm proving oh, yeah. myself right now. And she did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she did a good job. She took care of everything while I was away. So man, it's, it's nice to have a helper like that. So I'm yeah. going to have to find a way to pay her back for that, especially if the, the eggs hatch and I get babies this year. For sure. Now it's the tricky part, I guess, of getting them to hatch. That yeah. seems to be the most difficult thing with blackheads is hatching the dang eggs. And what, what's the, what's the, I mean, what's the conventional wisdom on that? I, I'm. Mm, I've heard a lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, and, course, I, right. and I got pretty close last year. I, I moved or not last year, but the year before I got, I moved right as the eggs were supposed to hatch. So I think that might be what screwed them up. I don't know. I mean, the just moving them around. Tough. I think we, yeah, yeah, I moved ha- from one house to the next, mm-hmm. but it's like, I mean, they sat maybe it, in, in a fairly warm room for, you know, several hours. So I guess that could have done it, but. I don't know. I don't. So, I, and, and I mean, I had three perfectly formed babies in the egg, you know, ready to hatch and they just didn't make it out. So that was a bummer. That was hard to, hard to take, but yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. the worst of the worst, right? There. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting that close. That's happened to me with Ackies too. I've never hatched Ackies uh, either and I've gotten so close and they just, yeah. Last, last couple days or something, something just goes wrong and I didn't yeah, do something it. right. So. Yeah, there. That goes back to our maternal incubation argument. I guess <laughs> sometimes it, it helps to have the mom take care of them because I some you know we don't know what we're doing sometimes, but wow, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah. wow, even still arguing this point uh, well after the <laughs> argument has been been concluded. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I, hey, you know, no, I mean, good. yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, mm. well, especially in those cases where you know we're. I mean, we do fairly well, you know what I mean. But yeah, it's, there's yeah. there's there's only a handful of people who are really knocking blackheads out of the park, you know what I mm-hmm. mean. So mm-hmm. it's uh, not a, not an easy species. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, was, I was digging through my crested gecko uh, cage at work and came across another four eggs. So both the females must have laid with it. They seem to be all synced up because I found a couple yeah. in the other cage as well. But it was they had desiccated. They'd been in dry substrate for 
in a mm. few days. So I missed, missed those, but I mean, I've got like 14 eggs incubating now, so I don't yeah. need any more eggs right now, but, and you know, I'm not a crested gecko guy, so they're just kind of for fun. So. Yeah, just, I was I I was worried about those viper geckos because they just didn't look like they were putting. I think I might have said this, but I I, I was like all worried because they you know they weren't like putting on any size, and I like mm-hmm. went through their cage just to kind of clean it out and stuff, and I found like seven, one two three nine eggs in there. So Holy I was God. like, oh my God, dude, what the what the hell's been going on? While I'm, How many like, females are in there? One. Just one female? It's just a pair. It's a pair. How, how how often do they lay? Are they like the every 30 days like my dude? They, other geckos? <laughs> they've got to be every couple of weeks. Geckos? I haven't had yeah, them that that's long. Crazy. Like, yeah, uh-huh. like it's I mean, yeah. I I was I was I was flabbergasted. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, Summer was pretty excited about the banded geckos, so I brought Nice. Her, uh, Nice female banded gecko for the male. And they're so they were so good looking. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I'm excited. So should have some hopefully have some eggs. I hope she does, you know, the project goes well for her. We can hatch. Well done, Eagle Eyes. Well done. (laughs) All right. Well, do we want to have a quick recap of the trip? Sure. Sure. All right. I mean, I can only speak for (laughs) the last couple days. The last couple days. I did not uh I did not grace everyone <laughs> with my presence until the end. So. Oh, man. Think of all the stuff we could have found if you would have oh, come earlier, man. Dude. Yeah. So we we got into California. I I, I uh, drove down. So I stopped in the southwest corner of Utah in a place called St. George or in the area around St. George. And I did a little local herping. There's a cool preserve called the Red Cliffs Desert Preserve. It's uh, land set aside for conservation and, you know, has a good population of desert tortoises and, and Gila monsters and things like that. And so they're, they're only in Utah in the, just the slightest corner. Um, so that's is the that only place state, you can is find. Is that a state run thing or? Um, it, it is. Yeah. It's, okay. it's put set about, so it's like, a, yeah, state by the state yeah. preserve. Yeah. And so, you know, that's about the only place you can see them. And we, you know, I saw a Gila monster there a couple of years back, um, which was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so I, I figure, well, I'm passing through and it's like dusk, so might as well go out and herp a little bit. So I walked, went and walked around and found a couple of tortoises and a chuckawalla. Um, it was kind of funny because the, uh, the first tortoise I saw was in, a, in kind of a burrow or just outside of the burrow. And then, um, and then there was a crack above the burrow and in that crack, that's where the chuck wall was. So it was like, they were, they were roommates there or something. It was pretty cool. So the chuck was, I, I only knew it was there cause I heard it. So I heard kind of the, you, you know, can hear the chuck coming a mile did, yeah. away. Oh yeah. They, they, they don't, uh, they're not sneaking around much, but <laughs> no, that's, that's very true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was able to to see, you know, two for one in that rock pile. And then, um, walking back, I saw another tortoise kind of out on the rocks. It was pretty cool. Nice little landscape, you know, picture, picturesque type, uh, setting what you want to find, you know, your reptiles in and yeah. tortoise, tortoises are very easy to phot- photograph as long as they kind of come out of their shell. And, and these guys were just the, the second one was just kind of holding still. And, you know, I've seen quite a few tortoises, so I didn't want to 
get too close and bother it. So I kind of kept my distance and mm-hmm. zoomed in the the picture a bit so I wouldn't disturb the the animal. And so mm-hmm. it just kind of stayed outside the shell and got some pictures and went on my way. Um, and then I drove a little bit more, kind of road cruised a little bit. I walked up a hillside in the dark looking for speckled rattlesnakes and maybe liar snakes. Thought I might get lucky, but no, they're they're kind of even harder to find, and and they they have a more limited range within Utah, just to the mm-hmm. spot called the Beaver Dam Slope, which is really in the southwest corner of the state, um, outside of St. George a bit. So walked that hillside, and we'd seen. Um, I was with that herp trip with. Uh, um, the East coast guys that flew out with, you know, Keith McPeak and then the other guys and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Chris and Aspen from Utah. And so we, uh, Aspen found a speckled rattlesnake on the hillside. So In that thinking, spot, right? Yeah. You knew, yeah so, so, you, so you knew kind it was, knew, kind of, was, yeah, there. It was a good spot. Yeah. And they yeah, found yeah. liars there before. Not, I mean, liars are really hard to find. probably even harder than speckled rattlesnakes, but so, you know, it was a long shot, but I thought, well, you know, how, how often I've, have I looked on this hillside in March? Never, you know, so why not go. give it a shot? And yep. so I spent, you know, a good half hour, 45 minutes up there looking around, but didn't see anything really. And so I uh, <laughs> took me. off and, and figured I'd drive a little further, um, got down to Vegas, slept outside of Red Rocks, um, that area, like it's a big climbing spot down in, uh, outside of Las Vegas Oh yeah, and slept in the back of my car, woke up and looked for a couple birds up at a, up around red rocks and looked for herbs. I swear I heard a snake like kind of slide through the grass, but it was, I was on this raised platform. I didn't want to get down there and disturb it or whatever. So then, uh, drove down the rest of the way, picked up Rob at the airport and we went over and kind of herped, uh, this little spot. It was, he, he, you know, he, he looked at it, found it on iNaturalist and it was supposed to be a spot with, uh, rattlesnakes and king snakes and things like that so we went over there and it was like this huge dog park <laughs> there were all these people with their dogs out and so we're like well this probably isn't going to be very fruitful and it wasn't you know we saw a few yeah. lizards a couple fence lizards or something around screen in the undergrowth and then uh we went and yeah there's nothing like a giant uh pack of dogs all day to yeah <laughs> to keep the snakes uh, hidden wreck you know? yeah to wreck your herpin yeah yeah so so we, we picked up Tom, uh, Rob's friend. Um, I, I'm so bad with names. I can't even remember his last name, but I'm glad I remembered his first name. But Tom, he works at, at in Denver at the Denver Zoo. So really cool guy. Um, yep. So we picked him up and then we headed over the the mountain up to the Airbnb. Uh, we did a little herping on the way and uh, went over to Ocotillo and found a bunch of Sidewinders, a couple of geckos. Road, just, just road cruising? Just road cruising, yeah, on the way to the Airbnb. And then we got up to the um, the place we were staying. And it was in uh, outside of Julian up in the mm-hmm. mountains. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. But it was yeah. it was fairly cold. Yeah. Um, I mean, comparatively, you know, up in the mountains. Yeah. And then, uh, so the, that was the first day. And then stayed that night and went um, kind of herped around julian that area went up and on a trail and found a zanata mountain king snake so yeah. that was my first uh, tricolor in the wild so i was pretty thrilled pretty stoked with that that was nice uh, yeah nice looking one too yep yeah yeah so that was uh, a find of, of my lifetime you know to mm-hmm. see my first tricolor in the wild that was pretty cool and i you know i'd looked in in utah plenty of times they're they're fairly difficult to find although i've got some friends that would 
may probably say otherwise. They found quite a few in Utah and put in a lot of hours for them, though. And right. Sure. 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 They've kind of gotten to know when and where to look. So that always helps. But um, so they uh, so, you know, despite my hours in Utah, I've never seen one here. So then we've got the Utah milk snakes and the mountain kings down in the southwest corner of the state. So yeah. anyway, we. um had a nice hike there. It was it found that a couple of alligator lizards, skinks, um, some some of the, um, I believe they are the western skinks. Mm-hmm. I should I should look that up. But um, and then came went down over the mountain, picked up uh, Eric. So he missed out on seeing the mountain king, and we also saw a gopher snake, a San Diego gopher snake. So that was cool. Gophers. Yeah, gophers. So we uh, went, picked up the Podfather, and uh, and then it started to rain. So he brought some East Coast weather with him, and we uh, didn't have much of any luck in the rain. Kind of drove yeah. through a couple spots, and then just went back to the Airbnb. Um, the next morning, we got up, and we actually went up to that same hike, and went, and the Mountain King was under the same spot that he was when we found him the first day and so eric got to see uh the the mountain king that's <laughs> so how you do it there right you go. Yeah. <laughs> he was a nice i guess we didn't disturb him too much because he was under the same spot and yeah that's that's pretty cool um so we we came down the mountain and it uh the, you know it was pretty cool up there the weather wasn't mm-hmm. too great and so we headed out into the desert and um Kyle, now my memory oh we went on a, a hike um, a pretty long hike to it's the lost palms hike in Joshua tree. So we went out to Joshua tree and saw a bunch of lizards, a, a tortoise. So the guys got to see a desert tortoise and saw several different species of lizard, whiptails, leopard lizard, um, chuck wallas, uh, lots of good stuff out there. We, uh, were able to grab a coach whip, which <laughs> that's pretty, uh, good feat to be able to catch a coach whip. So we took some pictures of that. Um, let him on his merry way and then went and checked out the palm trees, uh, got a couple new bird species down there. So that was nice. And then, yeah. uh, um, headed back for some cruising down in the desert. It was a little slow. Uh, we didn't see, uh, I don't think we saw anything that night. Yeah. Oh, I, I left out a couple things anyway. So <laughs> just everything's kind of blending in and I'm very tired. We, we had a con concert last night we went to went to the alt j concert alt j okay good good, yeah good band really they did really well live so it was fun to see him played like 21 songs so we got home about 1 and 1 30 in the morning last night so i'm dragging a little bit today but um so everything's kind of blended in but we hit a couple areas found some new uh, lizard species the um petrosaurus mirenzai which is one of the species i was after the banded rock lizard um, really cool looking there. I, I, I liken them to the North American, uh, Varanus pilbarensis. They have similar habits and traits, you know, walk, you know, hanging out on the rocks and really agile on the rocks and have those stripy tails and they're kind of reddish in their body. They look very mm-hmm. similar in a lot of ways. So kind of funny. And then, uh, we saw the granite night lizards later that night and we, we caught sight of, uh, one of the leaf toad geckos. Um, I, I saw it as it was going deeper into the crack. So I got a really crappy picture, but you can see the tail and you can see a couple of the toes. So you can see it's the, it's the species, you know, it's the leaf toad gecko, the phylodactylus. So, um, we knocked a few or, or added a few, 
uh, species to the lifer list, which was kind of cool. And man, I could just sit and watch those uh, rock lizards all day. They were so cool. And then we got joined the next day by our good friend, Chuck Poland. So, yep. yeah. 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 And that is when the trip started to go downhill. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, no. We, we, we still had a good time, found some good stuff. Um, no, we definitely it, did. It, you know, it was a little, I, I think just that cool down and the rain and everything kind of slowed yeah. things down. And that, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Some days I, I just remember some of the trips to Australia, you'd see like uh, 10, 10 different species in a night. And then the next night you'd go to the same spot and see nothing. And then yeah. you're like, what, what is going on? You know, why one night it's just hopping and the next night, nothing. So yeah some of those abiotic factors or, you know, weather patterns or something, it's just really hard to explain. So yeah, yeah, that's the, the joys and frustrations of herping, I suppose. Um, but man, overall it was a great trip. Really saw some really nice scenery. Um, got into Anza Borrego, the, that was, did some fun hikes there. Rob put us in some really good spots. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. Ate some good food. And some that was a little sketchy, maybe but <laughs> <laughs> led to some uh, unmentionable issues <laughs> but, <laughs> that plagued me and my po- co-host for an afternoon. <laughs> Other uh, than that, you know, never was, eating uh, those little <laughs> things again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, when you're kind of living on gas station food, it, it can be a little, a little yeah. dodgy. Yeah. But hey, that's how it goes when you're herping, right? Yeah. I was just really glad there was that bathroom there on the, thank, the thank trail. God, thank God for bathrooms <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. So was, oh, that was that hellhole. <laughs> that yeah, was a, it was a hellhole. Name yes, for that, it was, uh, yeah. Was that hellhole canyon or something? Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It was nice, nice habitat. But yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, it's, it's hard to, but I think, most of the stuff in that time, it's kind of a little late for flipping and a little early for the mass numbers yeah. of animals on the move. You know, yeah. I, I, we, uh, I went to Herpeton back a few years back and, and it was in the first part of June mm-hmm. and I went out road cruising out kind of Ocotillo and to Borrego area. Um, and it was just hopping. hopping. I mean, there were yeah. lots of snakes on the road and just, you know, almost like, okay, another, another, leaf nose snake or something like yeah. I'm, I'm sick of all these snakes on the road you know yeah not, I, not I would say I, I would say and i think you know it was said that you guys might have been like two weeks early for yeah. for stuff but um, but when you're when you're scheduling you know four different people's yep. five six different people's schedules and you're trying to maximize you know what you might well find. And, it, and it doesn't mean that san diego is not going to be warm out there yeah. you know mm-hmm. a couple of weeks early like that's just yeah i mean it's just re- re- reliably speaking like yep. you know the desert starts to heat up you know mm-hmm. t- towards the middle to the end of of april so yeah um yep. you know it's just that's just and it's, you know, it might be a little, little more difficult or, but we still saw quite a oh, diversity. Yeah. No, no, know, I mean, different species. So I think some of the highlights for me were the shovel nose snake. We saw mm-hmm. the hatchling shovel nose snake. Um, we rode cruise that. That was kind of a, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm glad my eyes still work, but you know, that Dude. Was a, little, a little tricky to see, but, <laughs> and the geckos blend in with the road. They're always a, a trick sometimes. I like, don't know. Is that looked, something? <laughs> it looks pretty good from the back seat. Justin's yeah. like, snake, stop. Is that a stick? 
Like, no, it was, I mean, you, you, yeah. you, you called them, you called them out pretty well, man. I'm like, what, what's happening? Where, who, huh? You're like, that's a little, yeah, it's we were a on the tricky. hike and Justin's like right there by that rock. Like, like literally telling me where it is. I'm like, right where, what rock? I don't, I'm like, everyone else sees it five minutes later. I'm like, Oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I have my fair share of oh, there's a there's a snake or a lizard or something. It's just a weird looking rock or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I uh, have my fair share of those as well. I mean, but you got to check it out. You know, you gotta. Yeah. What else are you gonna for do? sure? Well, you know, you don't you don't know until you until you try. Yeah, and I and I was really glad that I had uh, some like little pocket binoculars. Those were really helpful to kind of see the stuff from afar off. Cause man, those lizards are wary. The, the Mirren's mm-hmm. eye and the check wall is yeah. they, you know, they would, you know, they'll dip ditch on pretty quick. quick. Yeah. yeah. Go right in the cracks and you'll, you'll never see them. But yeah. And, and they were, I mean, I, I scanned the rocks for, with the binoculars at first and kind of said, okay, there's, there's a lizard there. There's a lizard that, you know, kind of yeah. <laughs> figured out where they were. Yep. And then as we got close, you could see them. Some would, ditch pretty early and pretty readily whereas others were a little more bold and you could mm-hmm. get up and you know get some pictures of them or some video yeah. or whatever, well and so. it was funny because you know like i mean we saw what like four probably four or five chucks mm-hmm. spitting out and, and, oh, yeah. and anybody else herping the trail or hiking the trail uh they no clue no didn't yeah. see any i mean nobody saw any lizards so yeah um, and and it seems like in in um state parks or preserves that are heavily traveled that the, the, the animals are a little more, um, bold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's always helpful. Yep. Uh, no, my, my dog's saying hello. Yep. So. Sit. Oh, brother. It's a, it's a, it's a Rob be, Stone. Uh, yeah. It's a Bobby, 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 Pebble, Bobby Pebble greeting, uh, <laughs> greeting cries. Yeah. So yeah, Bobby Rob Pebbles. came and, and stayed at uh, my, at my house, uh, Saturday night, so uh, oh, nice. he got yeah. to meet my 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 furry uh, <laughs> friends uh, uh, who who act out of pocket all the time. So, <laughs> oh, that was another funny thing is we kind of got rained out a bit, and so we were thinking, oh, what can we do? And we're like, are there any reptile shops in the area? So we went to Triple L just to get out of the rain and and kind of dry off a bit and then who should walk through the door <laughs> but chuck yeah so. it was weird dude i was talking to my yeah. sister i was sitting in my truck and i was talking to my sister because i was like i usually go get bugs and i was like oh, i got i got to get bugs because you know i'm i'm leaving to to go out to the desert so i want to f- kind of feed in everything get you know put some extra bugs in the cages and and that way they'll have some food over the you know the next couple of days and i'm like sitting there talking to my sister and i I see Justin and and Rob walk past me and I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? So, yeah. yeah. So we ran into each other at the reptile shop. So it's pretty, pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was I, I was kind of like, oh, crap. Uh, oh, I, I, I didn't know you were going to be. It was, it was like <laughs> I got caught cheating on you or something. Yeah, like, I, it was. I'm at your reptile shop without letting you know. Or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, funny. well. Look who uh, it is. Uh, d- I didn't know you would be here. <laughs> I thought you were at work. What's going on? <laughs> you weren't supposed to be here at this time. I've so, yeah. been following you. <laughs> yeah. 
man, what what a good trip! What a, it was some fun. good times. I had a really yeah, good I forgot time. I'd forgotten about Bobby Pebbles. That was a good uh, Schmitty <laughs> nickname uh, in the, on the Texas trip. So yeah. it's good to hear that one again. I feel and, like I feel like there is no end. I mean, has anybody <laughs> gone bolder? You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like he's he's gone. You know, he's gone smaller. Yeah. Um, but but has he gone larger? You know. Right. We need we need some additional uh, yeah. terms. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Pebbles is good. Bob Rock. That's a that's yeah. a good one. But yeah, we need we need a good one for Robert Boulder or something. Yeah. yeah. Robbie Bo- Robbie or, Boulder. Robbie Boulder. I like that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. One. That's pretty funny. The man of many names and yeah. towns. But Rob yeah. puts together a good herb trip. So oh, dude, he rocks all around. You yeah. know. Rocks, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or he pebbles, or he boulders. Yeah, or he boulders. Yeah. <laughs> or he stones. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and it's all. I mean, it's always good hanging out with the pod father. What? Well, oh yeah. And Tom, Tom's he's he's a lot of fun too. Like yeah, I did. I I, I really. Um, I mean, I met Tom. It, yeah. I met Tom yeah. Uh, yeah. when you guys Briefly. were at Triple L. You guys, I think, were on your way to go pick Eric up, uh, mm-hmm. and then yeah. um, I met. Tom, well, well, I met back up with you guys on Thursday yeah. and Tom was getting ready to leave. So that's right. Um, yeah. And so I didn't didn't really get to oh, hang no, out no. with him. But yes, yeah, it seems like, OK, now <laughs> uh, seems like he's a real cool guy, man. Yeah. And he he brought a guitar. So we got to see. And and of course, that's the, you know, Eric went right to the guitar. Oh, first he, yes, and, he did. And just started like, wait, like just playing that thing it was impressive i mean yeah. i knew he was good but i didn't know he was that good you yeah. know i like yeah. i said do you know uh I'd, I'd say a song and he'd just start playing it playing right it. off yeah. the bat i'm like holy crap dude this guy no, is talented what, what, what was it we were listening to something there was there was something playing some music yeah. playing and he just started picking it yeah. up and started like, playing it let's see yeah, yeah. So, took him I mean, a like all of five seconds to like be playing along with it. I have like, an, wow. I have a buddy that I've known since high school. Who's like uh-huh. that. He can just uh-huh. like listen to something a couple of times and just pick it up and play it. Yeah. And, and he's really talented. So that, uh, that says quite yep. a, quite a bit about the podfather. No, yeah. He's, he's a musical savant or something. Yeah. That's, it yeah. was pretty fun to watch him play. And, and I mean, it's an acoustic guitar, so it's not even like a, an easy electric, you know, yeah. he's just cruising on that thing. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, he admitted. Anyway, we we uh, that was a good trip, and it was we need to, excited for the next one. So Arizona, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, should be should be fun. Uh, a little uh, warmer this time, I hope, because mm-hmm. uh, last trip to Arizona we had some cold weather as well. Which, yeah. But I mean, we still found, you know, a fair few snakes, even on some of the cold, windy nights. I think snakes like wind, you know, I, when I first, so I had a story of, uh, after Herpeton, I was in, um, you know, over by Ocotillo and I was getting ready to cruise and it was starting to get dark. Right. And, and all of a sudden the wind just kicks in and I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be a terrible night. And I drive, I'm driving a bit and the sun's setting. And so I text Jeff Lamb, I'm like, er, are the snakes going to be out? It's, it's all windy and kind of cold. I'm like, is this even going to work, you know, for this? And, and, uh, before he could text back, um, I spot, you know, spotted a, a shovel nose snake, Kyanactus, uh, on the road and, uh, then followed by another one and followed by a few other, you know, sidewinders and stuff. And all of a sudden it was just Oh, snakes everywhere and i'm like never mind i got my answer <laughs> yeah they're, they're okay with the wind yeah <laughs> so, 
So maybe yeah. you know they, they, the predators don't have as good a time in the wind. So they yeah, I think that's what we were kind confident. of that was our that was our our running theory in the car. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this yeah, because that wind this night we didn't see any. Snow. We didn't see nothing. Nothing. No yeah. Nothing. And it was and a it hot was warm, day. It, it was warm yeah. enough. Yeah, it was definitely uh-huh. warm enough. Like I mean, you know, like you were saying, like who knows, you know what what the you know what the triggers are, but but certainly. Mm-hmm. That day was warm enough and, you know, you would have thought that we yeah. would have had some luck, but there was like literally nothing. It, I mean, it was, yeah, very, very slow. Like very, even, I mean, even a couple geckos. That yeah, was it. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. That's fair. But, but yeah. I mean, like literally the whole road the out to Akatio and, and yeah. back, like not like, yeah. we, I mean, we almost nothing. like, like four rabbits jumped out in front of the car and we couldn't find yeah. a single reptile the whole time. Uh-huh. Like. Yeah, it was it those was kamikaze uh, rabbits. Oh my god, that, those yeah. things are crazy! Like holy <laughs> <Yeah>. shit! <laughs> but what a, what a great trip! I guess you know we that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, really fun to herp with those guys. That's good times. So. Yeah, yeah, you know. All righty, well, we ready to fight about something? I think it's time to do the topic. <laughs> well, it fits in really well with what we're talking about here. We're going to talk about. Field herping, if it's mostly luck or if it's mostly skill. I have can, the answers to this. All right. I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Yes. Well, first, you got to win your coin toss. So I'll, I'll let you observe how high I flip it so yeah. you can use your formula to, to okay. predict right, correctly. Right. Okay, ready? you ready? Watch ready? this. Okay. Watch this. All right. That's heads, but I'm calling tails. Go ahead. It's <laughs> Wait, tails. It's tails? Watch. It's it's heads. Ah, see, I called it. <laughs> Why did I you say you it was win. heads and then call tails? <laughs> because I want you to know that I own every inch oh. of you in this coin toss. Well, anybody can say it's heads, but I'm calling tails, and it could be. Either. No, You'd I could have like, just oh, said I it's heads. I, I told yeah, but, you, <laughs> but, but but if I would have gone, if I would see, but I already okay, said you that. did call it. You did I did call, call it. it. Like I'm, I'll, I'm I'll not. I, I, well, I, I I appreciate you letting me win. Sure, sure. Well, I want to give you the <laughs> I want to give you the opportunity the to yeah, to be a winner. Once well, I'm not while. sure which side I want on this one. I was hoping you'd win. I mean, you've been winning every one, so I haven't had to choose which side I want. But um, let's see. I I'm gonna go with skill. All go right. Herping is more skill than luck. Mm. <laughs> so. Okay, well, I won, so you get to go first, man. Damn it. All right. Start us out, buddy. (sighs) Herping is more luck than skill. So, sweet lady DDP. (laughs) Uh, Yep. (laughs) Got to fuel Uh, up. So, I I mean, it's funny that... uh, I, I did. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty amateurish as far as herping, uh, out in the field goes. And, uh, but, but I am persistent and consistent in my efforts. Uh, I must have scoured every rock that I could possibly find and looked in all places, all manner of places. And, and I was with, uh, the great doctor, uh, when he, when he was just, spotting them left and right so so clearly having the eagle eye uh is helpful and he definitely has the eagle eye folks but (laughs) i i think what i kind of took away from it is you know um you can have the best eye you can know where 
um, things are likely to be, or you can have herp spots before and know that there's things there, but things can absolutely not be moving. And, and we did, um, we did a Canyon, um, towards the end of the evening, it was plenty hot. I thought for sure we were going to find some rattlesnakes or something really. And it was nothing. Everything was dead, completely dead. Nothing, 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 nothing. And that really shocked me you know, and, and it wasn't from a lack of looking. I saw plenty of evidence of, of rodents or some type of a food supply. I saw what looked like, you know, potential openings to dens under big, big rocks that were unmovable. Mm -hmm. So like, clearly I felt like, man, there's stuff here. Like I know there's stuff here. And, and I think that, that, that there, there were recorded sightings and I naturalists in that area that, that, uh, Rob was kind of snooping out. So, you know, clearly like, it's not a, it's not a matter of like, they're not there and you're trying to figure it out or, or like we even knew they were there and, we had some very skilled herpers with us and we didn't find anything. So I think to some degree there's a, there's a, you know, and, and maybe you could argue like knowing when to go um, helps you out. (laughs) But, but at the same time, like we were in situations out there where we should, that it should have been, you know, we should have thought we, we thought we would have been able to see it. And I guess if you had some more skill or you would hurt that area for years and years, maybe you could say like, Oh no, not quite hot enough. When this happens, that's when you see them. But I think to some degree it's right time, right place. So, yeah. And, and I, uh, I obviously will argue that because you know, yeah. all the, all the friends that know that area very well that I reached out to were like, ah, you're a little early. You know, you're not going to yeah. see numbers. You're not going to see, you know, much and and you know they were right to some extent i mean we still saw quite a bit and yeah and i think you know you put yourself in the right place at the right time you're gonna see stuff that's maybe a seasonal but mm-hmm. uh jordan parrot um knows that area really well he grew up there he went herping with his dad all the time just he has a really great knowledge of the area and you know he's like yeah you're just a couple weeks early and he he's headed out there i think this next week or something you know mm-hmm. headed out to herp there so um obviously we were pretty close and and we still you know did did well well it's but heating up there right now i mean like yeah. there's you know it's and a, I, there's a heat advisory out there right now so yeah yep so we probably were just you know just unlucky and, and yeah. Yeah, of course it's difficult to plan six months in advance and <laughs> get everybody's schedule Absol- lined up to, absolutely to hit, the, hit it perfectly so of course the locals can say yeah don't don't waste your time and go out well we're here we're, we're here yeah. for a week so what are we going to do sit around in the hotel and yeah. you know twiddle our thumbs so yeah it's it definitely worth getting out there and, and seeing what you can find and obviously you know seeing my first uh tricolor was well worth the trip yeah. and and then some if i wouldn't have seen anything else i would have been happy about that you know that yeah. would have been worth it to, yep. to see that in the wild so but um you know if if you do have that skill and experience and, you know after years of herping the same area and you know you know, kind of the conditions that are going to bring stuff out. Like I said earlier, you know, my buddies in Utah, uh, Brian Eager, he can go out and he he knows exactly when to go and hit the, you know, flip the rocks to find the milk snakes or, or, mm-hmm. you know, see the mountain Kings or whatever. Like he, he knows the, the weather conditions, the weather patterns that are going to maximize his, his success. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a day where he goes out and doesn't 
Whoa. He's, he's, he's wanting in on that one. Um, but you know, there's, it's not to say that there's not a, you know, a day that he goes out and, and doesn't find one. Of course he has days like that. And, and that's, you know, the, even the best laid plans can, can like lead to nothing. But I would say that, um, getting to know that area and getting to know your, you know, the herp species you're after and kind of finding those patterns of activity can definitely yield to success. And so, uh, you know, even, even if you're a novice, you can still use like published literature and, um, things like, you know, iNaturalists or ALA, uh, Atlas of Living Australia to kind of maybe predict when, you know, the most, uh, observations have been made, what month is, you know, where they're really out in full force or, um, and things like that. So I would say skill definitely goes a long way. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can be lucky sometimes, but if you're skillful, you're going to be observing the animals much more frequently. Yeah. I mean, I think part of skill is experience. Mm-hmm. And obviously if you, you know, if you're in that area all the time, I mean, it's easy to draw back upon, you know, uh, oh, I've been here 10 times and, you know, only found stuff during these times or this, these conditions. Like, I mean, that's, you know, that's definitely sure. That's skill that, you know, skill is from drawed experience, uh, unarguably. Um, but uh, I mean, I also think, you know, um, you can, you can be, you, you can, I mean, you're obviously skilled at, at, at herping and, and, uh, you were kind of in an area where you haven't herped a lot. So, um, you know, it was kind of a crapshoot for all of us, right? Like, so, you know, I think, I think there is a, you know, certainly there is a case to be made for there being skill and, and knowing what you're looking for when you're looking for it. But, but I also think there's just a degree of luck to it, um, where, you know, you, you can know all these things, but if you're not in the right, you know, right place at the right time, you may miss it. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's, yeah, that goes without saying. I mean, you can drive the same road over and over and you just not there when the animal's crossing the road and somebody yeah. else might be, you know, so, and hopefully it's another herper and not just some random, you know, redneck that's trying to run over stuff on the road. But, um, so yeah, I mean, obviously there's, there's luck to, some aspect of luck to anything. I, I would say that I, I think that kind of that, uh, you know, herping skill that you develop through spending hours and hours in the field that can translate to other places. So even though you haven't necessarily herped an area, if you do your research and you kind of get, get some advice from the locals, you can usually kind of use the, the, the skills that you have uh, herping in your own area to translate over to that, that thing. And, and I think, um, you know, that's been pretty apparent in my trips to Australia. I'll get advice on maybe where to go and maybe what time of year to go, but I don't have anybody guiding me and pointing things out or showing me, you know, once in a while, I guess we had Peter Birch on a couple trips. He'd grab sure. a frilled lizard out of a tree or pick up a venomous snake. And I, I don't, take many chances when it comes to, you know, a, an elapid, uh, cause I don't know, I have never worked with them and I'm not going to risk being out in the middle of nowhere trying to tail a King Brown and take a bite or something. Cause I'm a novice, you know, so I know my limits, but also, you know, a lot of times if you're, you know, out when they're, when they are out 
in more numbers, you're probably going to see something if you mm-hmm. put yourself out in the right place. Especially if um, you're running around with Peter Birch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we, we, uh, definitely can, can help ourselves out that way. But, and, and I think that's all part of it, right? Knowing when to be out there, uh, learning and doing your research and applying what you know, uh, from your own area to, to other areas can definitely help. And, and I think a lot of the habitats we were looking at in Southern California were very similar to other desert habitats that I have a lot of experience with. And so it wasn't anything new. I knew kind of, you know, oh, I listened for the scrape of the skin of the chuckwalla because, you know, that's going to mean there's one in this rock crack or something or 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 I step <laughs> I stepped on one rock and I looked down, and I'd stepped in some chuckwalla poo and I'm like, oh, that's pretty fresh. He's close by. And I look in the crack and there he is, you know, that's also so. known as chuckapoo. <laughs> yeah, just I, you know, I, I don't want to make the same mistake with with Chuck's poo. You know, we we. Yeah, a, a Chuck Wallapoo. So anyway, I, I wasn't stepping in Chuck's poo. But yeah. <laughs> that that led to the We'll make that finding. abundantly clear. <laughs> Even though that was the same day he was having his intestinal issues, he was uh, uh nice enough to to relegate himself to the uh the outhouse there. But yeah. uh, the the pit toilets. Um but anyway, so you know, knowing kind of what signs to look for. Okay, when Chuck Wallace they usually have a, a, a retreat site. They know where it is. And often you'll see their fecal material, you know, kind of a, on top of the rock outcrop where they bask or nearby. So you're like, okay, a chuck wall lives close by. They live in this area. Um, other times you get lucky. Like I was uh, walking through the rocks at night looking for the uh, leaf toed geckos or the granite night lizards. And I looked up in this crack and there was a, uh, this tail hanging out. And at first I thought, Oh, maybe that's a snake, but it was a Chuck Walla tail. And so he was kind of in this shallow crack. And, uh, um, so not, not really wedged in there very well, but sometimes you just have to be in the right place and look up and at the right time and see that, you know? So, um, and, and we saw plenty of night lizards that way, you know, you're just looking mm-hmm. in the cracks with your, but you know, there's different tricks you can use. Maybe the, the technique of rolling the, rolling the, the flashlight by your cheek or kind of hanging it by the side of your eye. If you know those kind of skills, you can, you know, get the eye shines off of lizards at night and um, nocturnal lizards, you can eye shine them and stuff. So there's different tricks that you can learn along the way. And sometimes just having a really good light, will will be a huge help you know so getting advice on what um headlamp or flashlight to purchase can be a big help or or even carrying a flashlight during the day you know these different skills um obviously lead to more success when you're field herping so skill is what it's about and learning so um, and, and I think that can be frustrating sometimes because you can waste a lot of time and gas and, you know, go into the wrong place at the wrong time. So if you develop those skills, uh, sometimes you develop them the hard way. Other times you get lucky and have, you know, local friends or, or people in different areas kind of take you out and show you the ropes, show you how to herp and teach you, you know, some of the skills that they've learned over years and years of, and so, you know, I think it's some of these skills and, and, uh, techniques can be passed down to benefit fit other people. So, yeah, but skill. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I was with, I was with, I was with the great master, Dr. Justin Julander, and we ain't found shit. So I don't know what you're talking about. If I wasn't there. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It probably, the desert probably would have been crawling with uh, (laughs) stuff. If uh, I wasn't there. That's right. That's right. Well done. We'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely. Well, wait, think, how many? How many did you find after I left? Uh, oh, wait, what? Well, what? We we retired. We retired. Oh, we did okay. not. So yeah. You didn't even try after? No. I yeah. Well, oh, I mean, okay. I get it. I what's get the it. point, right? Like, <laughs> no, it, it, the weather was super shitty. Like, so yeah. we were we were gonna <laughs> try to head up to um, Rob's buddy's place up in uh, like Lake Elsinore area, and mm. it was just like. It was, it was, it was overcast. It was, you know, marine layer. It was cold. It was, you know, kind of spritzing rain. It was just like, this, there's no point in even wasting the gas. Mm. So we called it, we called it deuces and, and went back to uh, Casa de Poland. Yeah. When, so. you're, when you're paying six to $7 a gallon, it's, yeah, it's not worth the, uh, there's uh, an economic cost. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely and, is. And, uh, I remember back in the day, uh, the, we were trying to get some laws changed in Utah as far as herp regulations. And so we were actually getting paid by the state to go road cruise. And so they'd, they'd uh, reimburse our gas uh, that, we'd, that we'd use uh, out looking for reptiles. So it was kind of Holy a sweet crap. gig. It was just for one summer. But, you know, I, I did a lot of road cruising and, you know, got... got uh, basically paid to go look for reptiles so that was kind of a fun deal um so yeah once in a while you get lucky but yeah nobody was paying our gas this trip so yeah i was gonna I don't say blame no, you at all. no such luck hey, newsom wants to gavin newsom wants to give everybody <laughs> like an 800 gas tax yeah. refund or credit or whatever and it's like oh yeah. so so we're not gonna do anything about the gas tax <laughs> or the price of gas in california we're just gonna throw some money at people to shut up and go away i got yeah, right you, you know yeah so yeah but yeah, I mean, I, I do think like, uh, you know, if you're if you're somebody who um, thinks that, you know, you can just be a Justin and go out there and find everything. Uh, herpin's a lot of work, man. You got to put in the work and, and it's it can be I mean, obviously road cruising like it's it's it's, you know, you're. That's the lazy man's game. Right? It is that's the lazy right. man's game. You're that's playing the, the game of, of the probability, but to get out yeah. there and find stuff, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's still work. Uh, and, and you never know where you're going to find something. Uh, you just got to be alert and looking in the right places, but also paying attention. I think when, um, when, uh, Podfather found that, uh, gopher snake, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I watched him when he found it. I mean, he was just like looking around and he's just like, snake, snake, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so yeah. it he was, said it was just kind of sitting there yeah, in the he open. Said it was just he, sitting, he took exactly. him a minute to like, Oh, yeah. that's a snake register. Yep. Yeah. Cause he said yeah. it and he said it like, like, like kind of like, I heard him, but it yeah. wasn't like he, like, it wasn't like he was confident with it yet. And then the second time he said it, he's like, yep, that was a snake. So snake, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, that we we came we rolled up on a, a sidewinder on the on the street and and it was a a baby just you know you know maybe last year's baby yeah but it only had like one or two segments so yeah. it wasn't you know, it was pretty young and was pretty, pretty small this and was the one that we found right 
Um, this was uh, the day before you came. The day so before. Oh, okay. I think so. Maybe were you there and Rob ran over and I kind of stopped him. I thought he was going to reach down and scoop it up. I was like, Oh really? Don't, don't grab that. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to grab it. I'm not stupid. Yeah. But, uh, it looked like his, his body language was like, he, he was, was gonna going to go pick it. it up. I'm like, what are you doing? But, uh, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, you know, I was in, uh, Australia and we were in, in uh, the iron range up in far North Queensland. And, um, just kind of walking along at night along a road and I saw a dark snake and I, and the first impulse was to jump and grab it. And then I'm like, wait, there's freaking coastal <laughs> Taipans out what here. What am like, I doing? Not a good move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not smart to just grab first and ask questions when you're in the land of Lapids, but uh, <laughs> when you're, yeah. yeah. So, and I, and as a kid, I remember I was, uh, um, we were hiking in, uh, it was near, uh, the border between Utah and Arizona, kind of in the center of the state. And we were like, you know, center South border of the state. Um, and there was this beautiful, uh, I believe it was a great basin rattlesnake, but it could have been a different species. I was young. I didn't know my different species back then very well, but, uh, it was just gorgeous, you know, this light red, uh, rusty colored snake. And, and it was, um, cruising around just just on the trail, you know, and I'm like, dad, can we keep it? Can we take it home? And he said, well, let me go ask the ranger if it's okay to collect in this area or something. And so he's like, you keep an eye on it and and watch it. And so I'm watching it and and it's going and it starts to go under this huge boulder. I'm like, oh, great. If it goes under there, we'll never get it out. So I grab its tail and it's like buzzing and freaking out. And like, and I'm like, oh no, what do I do now? (laughs) I'm trying to think, should I keep pulling on it or do I let go? And so I finally, and it was kind of pulling, it was pretty good size snake. It was kind of pulling itself in. And so I'm like, finally, I'm like, I better let go. I don't want to. And all of a sudden its head kind of came out right by where, where, right when I let go, its head kind of shot out there. So I was probably very fortunate. I let go when I did, but then it it kept it from going under the boulder and it came out, you know, kind of out of, out of from that shelter site again and, and went to a more, uh, accessible, uh, shelter site. So it was, I got lucky there, but, um, again, you know, yeah. Grabbing something in a way that you're, you're not familiar with can lead to pain and anguish. <laughs> so yes. I, I've been lucky a few times, but, um, I, I, I tend not to try to handle them if I don't have to. And I, I think maybe I'm getting soft in my old age. I don't need to grab everything I find, you know, I, I don't mind just kind of hanging back and taking pictures. I don't need to get everything in hand and take a wanker shot or something. So it's kind of nice just to see it undisturbed in its element doing its thing. And that's, I love this zoom camera I've got cause I can just sit back on the rocks and, and zoom in on an animal and kind of watch it and video it or take pictures of it from a distance when it's not trying to ditch. So yeah. that's really fun. Yeah. yeah. There were those, uh, granite, uh, granite spiny lizards, the, mm-hmm. um, that were really, uh, shy, you know, you get close and they just dip really dark, quick, yeah. but yeah, really those really pretty dark green, black, colored things with the Mm -hmm. white scales around their face. And so they're really nice looking, but you wouldn't know that because they ditch every time you got within distance where you could kind of see them. But with that zoom camera or with the binoculars, you could get a good view of them and see just how cool they were. So in hindsight, I want your opinion. So we were, we were hiking, uh, where were we? Warner Springs, uh, on that hike. Uh huh. 
was that Warner Springs? Yeah. So, so it was April 1st. We were hiking Warner Springs, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a little high, a trail that, that, um, that, that had, that had some, um, uh, some Hellerai that had been spotted there. Uh, and people <laughs> on the trail kept telling us, Oh, there's a snake. It's a snake. It's like quarter mile back or half a mile back. Yeah. Snake on the trail. Snake on the-. So we we're like, dude, J- Justin takes off running. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I can't do this. but I'm not going to let Justin best me. Right. So I'm like r- trying to keep up with him. And he, that just makes Mr. Captain competitive. He's nice, but he's very competitive. Oh, God. Uh, makes him run faster. <laughs> so, Needless to say, never found a snake on the whole damn trail. And it, and 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 I must ask myself, is it April 1st? Did all of these people collectively <laughs> decide to play a great April Fool's joke on us? They saw our snake hooks. They knew what we were doing there. Yeah. Did, did, they, they, try to, they, did they try to? Do you just, think? Do you I, think? It seemed like so many of them independently said the same thing. It's like, unless they're all conspiring together, that's probably legitimate. But yeah. And, that, and, you know, I guess that goes to your, your point. You know, sometimes if you're just in the right place, the right. I mean, they saw it. They said it was curled up in the trail. And so I thought, oh, if I get there quickly, maybe I'll have a chance to see. There was no competitive. It was just I wanted to get there to see the snake. Your so, ass. You were I mean, flying. That shit well, seemed kind of competitive to me. I can't help it that I'm fast. I, My God. <laughs> Next, you're going to complain that I'm so handsome. You know, <laughs> we we uh, I definitely wanted to see this. And, and if you'll recall, Rob beat us all. He was way out there. Really I think fast. that's because Rob took off. But I, we stopped to look because we thought the spot. That yeah. The lady and then Rob, I think, I think Rob area. just said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep walking. He just trail. kept going. He, he kept was, going, he was man. Way ahead of us when he, we got to that he spot. He finished so. the trail and started walking yeah. back. That's how we yeah. found Rob. Like Exactly. No, so he, if, if we're talking competitive, that would, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been I Rob. See, listen, <laughs> right listen. <there>. I'm not <laughs> sure I saw Rob run the whole time. Maybe once when, when we first when 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 we first heard the report of a snake up ahead, maybe yeah. I saw him him hustle a little bit. But but I, I never saw Rob run. Rob was just consistently walking the trail, and we stopped <laughs> well, I, to I screw to around and really. The, well, I know, but we, we thought the first we thought one. We knew we thought we knew where it was, so we stopped yeah. to like try to find it. You know, but and then, like but then people said, "No, there's an there's one." It's you up know, further. Said, yeah, it's up. Like, oh yeah, no, you're, two you're, or three people, like going. half mile or yeah. No, quarter it's quarter of a mile. No, it's half. It's a yeah. mile up. Like everybody had a different fucking story, but everyone I, but was, was like, like, "Oh yeah, there's a snake <laughs> up there." Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can say they got us April Fools' wise. They got Even us. They saw the snake. We, yeah. They still made us run. I, think the, I, I was pretty snake, tired at the end of that day. That's uh, dude, sure. I was too. I think the yeah. snake got us for April Fools. <laughs> yeah, he he knew what to do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I I definitely like, like to gonna, see the. I'm going to pull that old slither across the trail trick on these jackasses. (laughs) I heard there's a bunch of herpers. (laughs) Yeah. The word travels. Yeah. It's because that poor uh, skink got his tail knocked off. Oh, no. Poor guy. (laughs) Uh, He he passed the word along. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, these guys. (laughs) Not very courteous, but (laughs) Uh, that was, uh, I, yeah, I, I still, I still stand by the, the, the skill, you know, you need that skill. You need to know kind of what you're, what you're looking for, uh, have a good search image because 
I think, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that you can just pass right by because it blends in, you know, and, and we've, so I think we've all this. seen let that. Let Anybody ask you that, this. Everybody sure. knows, you know, that I'm skillless bastard when it comes to, <laughs> to, uh, herping out in the desert. But if I were to go out there maybe this weekend and start road cruising, do you think I'd find some stuff? Do you oh, think definitely. I'd find a bunch of stuff? Yeah. Cause you learned a skill. You learned when to go into the desert, but I'm not skilled. Yeah. Not like well, doctor, you are. Not, not like the doctor. <laughs> you're you're uh, skilled enough to find something, I would hope. <laughs> and and you're probably as skilled as me. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I, think I don't know. That's a who. I I think we. I, I think you might have. <laughs> <laughs> you might have jumped too many steps on the ladder there, bro. <laughs> no. But yeah. I mean, you, you know, you know what to do, uh, you, you know, you know where to look and how to look. And so, yeah. I mean, you can, you can do so much. I obviously, you know, I guess, and, and this kind of goes to my point, if you've, if you've done it a lot and you kind of have that experience and that skill, then yeah, it's going to come a little easier. You're yeah. going to see more, more things, I think. Well, and, I think, no, I wouldn't I think say no I'm more skilled than like Rob Stone or something like that. No, 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 and, no, no. You know, he, he still finds plenty of things, but you know, just cause I found it and he didn't, doesn't mean I'm more skilled than him. I think right. that maybe go to your point. I, th- I think both of you are more skilled than me <laughs> and that's a safe thing to say, but past that, I don't think, you know, there's a, but, but obviously there is some luck involved. You know? Yeah, like for, sure. He, for sure. He didn't turn over that one, you know, rock that had the snake under it. And I did. So, and, and he looked in that area first, but he just passed over that one for some reason. And, and that's where the mountain King was, you know, it's yeah. that kind of thing where it's just, just luck in some ways. But I mean, everybody that has skill is still going to have days where they don't find things because they just, didn't hit the right spot or look under the right thing. But overall their average is going to be fairly high because they know what they're doing and then know, you know, they're, if it's around, they're probably going to have a better chance of finding it than a complete novice or somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. So leave no crack unchecked. (laughs) Well, some cracks will leave unchecked. there's a lot of chuck cracks that you know it's it's okay to look into but there's one chuck crack that you just don't want to look in <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my man we're, you are we're so, going blue what is going on here you are <laughs> so right you are so right <laughs> oh man yeah you Make one mention. I think we're done on that note. (laughs) That leads us to our final statements. (laughs) No skill required. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, a broken clock is right two times a day, right? So that's right. That's (laughs) right. There is definitely some luck involved. I mean, a broken clock is always right if you don't care what time it is. Oh, that's, that's a good point. And, and, uh, you I know, have no idea what that if means, you, but. if you cross the time zone, then the, the, the correct clock may not apply to where you're standing at that point. You know, mm-hmm. as, as we, long as you're always traveling, the, your clock could be right a lot. How's that? <laughs> yeah. There you go. As it's right you, somewhere, right? Yeah. It's, you just gotta yeah. get, keep moving folks. Keep moving. <laughs> and watch out for those gas station 
chiquitos. Oh my God. Yeah. Crispy uh, burritos. Yeah. And, (laughs) and you know what? Although the first day we ate them, there there were no problems and they're pretty tasty, but you know, you gotta, it's like Russian. Well, it wasn't, (laughs) it it wasn't the packet of Tapatio that I put on there. I'll tell you that much. And that lady was ticked off. She did not want to Dude, you made her mad. (laughs) I made her work. I'm like, yeah, I know. Can we get some help here? I rang the bell that said, please ring for service. I know, but I don't think that's what they meant. You know what I mean? When somebody puts out a bell that says ring for service, but they don't really want you to ring the bell for service. I think it was that kind of reaction. Like, motherfucker, (laughs) stop ringing the bell. (laughs) My skill is not in, in... Getting uh, people to help me out in the convenience store, apparently. Well, she, but, she uh, hey, hey, she was having she, a rough day. She, I think. No, she was fine, man. She liked me robbing the Podfather, no problem. <laughs> okay, we okay. buttered her up good and just combined her whole order into one order. She just, <laughs> she likes us. Yeah. Well, you like can her. have her. She was a whoa. <laughs> I, well, I did not enjoy uh, interacting with that woman. I know where know. she works. There you go. You can tattle on me. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not, I'm not going back for those taquitos. Whoa. Bad. Bad. All right. Anyway. Did they, did, no, I, I, so yeah, I was a little disappointed cause I, I had this great joke planned. So when we picked up Eric, I had a two liter of diet Dr. Pepper. And so when he pulled up to the, the curb, I was like chugging this two liter of Diet Dr. Pepper, like as a joke, you know, to, you know, cause they mentioned that a couple of times on their podcast yeah. and yeah. I thought, Oh, it'd be funny, you know, chugging the sweet lady DDP when we roll up. And, and I, I guess he was jet lagged or something cause he didn't even really notice. I'm like sitting here like a moron chugging diet co- or diet. Well, maybe he just diet. thinks that's you and your natural. <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, mean, that, that's, that's what he does. That's, that's what, what he does. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I said like, so, you know, like I, I was, I was telling the car when we were driving that, that Justin had like a big gulp cup and I, and I felt like, you know, he poured, he would take his two liter and put his sweet lady DDP in there. And I felt like, you know, I was watching like you ever seen like little John with his pimp cup. I felt like that. I felt like that big gulp was like the sweet lady DDP pimp cup of the of the herb trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, is that how he does it? Exactly. Very well done. Yes. I'm not a very good. Uh, yeah. It would. Hey, little John. It, it was. L- little, okay. Little. so all right yeah you're much better at that (laughs) you've got the skill and the little john impersonation you know (laughs) i i actually have a lot of admiration for little john because he says like three words but he is literally famous and gets paid money to pretty much just say yeah okay and what yeah I, who I else? Know. I mean, what like a gimmick. What a what a what a gig, right? He's he's <laughs> definitely blazed his own trail. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we we missed the whole slap. Well, maybe you didn't miss it, but I we missed the whole slap thing. We were we were out herping when the when the slap occurred. I guess so. The Will Smith slap. Of- <laughs> Did it? No, I, I thought the slap happened. Oh, that you was, no! Yeah, I saw the slap. You, you missed the slap. Yeah, we yeah, missed it. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, oh yeah. Jesus no, Christ. it was it was kind of funny to wake up and be like, "What happened? Why are yeah. all these memes and stuff? Huh? What what did Will Smith do?" Yeah, I feel I, I feel know. like if 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 we could just get a bouncer to hand out slaps at the red carpet for yeah, everybody going in, yeah. I I would be all right with just all of that televised. Yep. 
yeah we need a, a paid slap hitman yep. you know, just like yeah yeah <laughs> just slap just him. out of nowhere people are up there and he just runs up slap bitch pow just hits <laughs> yeah. him and runs off i would love <laughs> that has to be somebody <laughs> famous you know like, yeah yeah, yeah. So they don't oh yeah, get in yeah. trouble they no, don't no, get no. Sued, yeah you couldn't you know, do like, that shit to average people that's, yeah right that's foul yeah. to do to an average yeah. person but if you're like it has famous, to be rich rich and yeah, famous, rich and like, famous like, you know doing it to each other then it's okay you could take the random slap to the face just you know exactly like yeah you're good for it. Yeah. Yeah. Tom was not a fan of Will Smith. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, no. Yeah. He kept going off on Will Smith. It was pretty funny, but yeah. He's like, Tom's like, fuck that guy. Independence day was trash. <laughs> Legend of bagger Vance, my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I would encourage everybody listening to check out Morelia Python's radio. MoreliaPythonRadio.com at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Yeah, if you where you email. can find merch yeah. and be a patron. Patreon. Yep. Sorry, I didn't say pa- it right. Patreon. Yeah. Um, all that good stuff. Yeah, they've got a lot of good uh, content. Um, yeah. Oh, I was trying to think. I I listened to the Aussie Wildlife Show. Um, with Matt Somerville. Nice. Oh man. I, I shouldn't have led into that because now I can't think of his uh, girlfriend's name. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, that, that was a great, great show. They they do a good show there. Um, oh, man, the Natural Herb Keeper. What's her name? She's She does some awesome work. I was just watching one of her videos the other day. Um, but, yeah, good, good, uh, good stuff there, talking about some their trip. I'm really excited to see all the video. And the content that'll come out of that trip. They did like, oh, what, 15,000 kilometers around Australia or something? That's crazy. That's a lot of driving. Yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah, I'm sure they of- saw a ton of stuff. And talk oh, about a guaranteed. Uh, talk about somebody that knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, Christy is- Jensen. Christy Jensen. You Sorry go. about that, Christy. I'm, I'm sure they're listening, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like but uh anyway, yeah, those those guys are the real deal, man. They they uh I I uh saw Matt Matt found a imbricata, Morelli Imbricata, the Southwest Carpet Python. Ooh. And uh I I saw that and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man. Cause I always kind of took this juvenile pride in having found a an imbricata when when Matt Somerville hadn't found one yet, he'd found all the other pythons in Australia, but I was, you know, dang, he, not only did he, he hasn't found one. I found not only (laughs) did he cross Imbricata off his list, he crossed (laughs) Jewlander off too. Exactly. And I said, (laughs) thank I said, thank you for finding one. Now I can get rid of that stupid uh, thought in my head every time. There you go. Yep. So I don't know that he's, he takes some amazing photos too. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen Christie's uh, videos, the natural herb keeper on I YouTube. Haven't. No, oh I, my well, gosh, you, you, she makes I, some display cages that are phenomenal. They are so you cool. Know, you know me and YouTube, man. I feel yeah, like you and Eric. Old man and Chuck. Yeah, dude. All <laughs> you guys do YouTube so much better than I do. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. There's, I'm, yeah. I'm, I suck. Gotta, no, it's all good. But check that out. The Natural Herb Keeper um, on YouTube. Some good stuff. It teach you how to make a really nice display cage and, you know, with all the fake rock work. And I mean, she makes it look like it's like it's like it's Australia. Yeah. yeah like yeah. It's the real deal. So it's pretty sweet. Um, 
so they, yeah, they talked about their, their trip on the Aussie wildlife show and, and talked about some of the stuff they saw, some of the, you know, conservation minded, uh, things that we need to think of and consider. And it's good stuff. Any good content you've heard lately? Yeah, I was, um, I listened to, um, nipper and uh phil and when they had the the south african i and i'm blanking on his name right now but yeah Mm -hmm. i was listening to that what a what a what a what a good show that was what an amazing life that guy's had just like man Mm -hmm. he's been into all kinds of stuff and just very cool and uh let's see was that johan maris yes 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 um venom exchange radio another great uh podcast yeah Yeah. good stuff and that's kind of a collaboration between the the uh morelia python radio and and um, and, yeah the herb network yep yep so good stuff well um we are at the end here i think anything Uh, else Got to say anything else, or I don't know. I think we gave him quite enough today. Yeah, I I think uh, hopefully hopefully the listener got something out of that (laughs) somewhere in there. (laughs) Yeah, I think was this a no? This wasn't a suggestion. I keep oh, that's one thing I was going to mention is um, we had that suggestion um, last week uh, or well, when is what? Right? Who knows? when this is, uh, when you're listening to this, but, uh, we, um, did the topic of, uh, uh, natural or artificial versus maternal incubation. Mm-hmm. And we totally butchered the name. Um, I don't, was it, was it, was it the incubation? I yeah, thought it was, uh, wasn't it? Oh, I have no idea what's going on anymore. And now I, I'm I'm not a bright man, I guess. Lucas kind of, Inger, right? Yep, yep. And it was, and that's how you pronounce his name was Inger. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, right, so he corrected yeah, he, me, he, said he had a good laugh out of that. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. He, I, he, he, I, I saw it as well, and uh, he was, he didn't seem too uh, upset at us. So thank you. We are, you know, we are schlubs. I have said this before, so. <laughs> Um, we, we definitely, uh, we definitely appreciate the topic and sorry for the, uh, any unnecessary flubbery that we did there. So, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure I've gotten several wrong who've, who've, uh, suggested shows and I forgot. Oh, to I'm quite sure of yeah. it. You, I, I need to be better at writing these things down because I, I just really think it's hilarious it. because you're like, you've got like, you've got scientific names, like down and you're like bob uh, uh what was his name bob uh, you know. yeah there's just so much room in this head i guess I know. well it pushed it something it's like that farsight cartoon like can i be excused my brain is full if i moving, if i live you're just kind of moving shit around you're kind of like <laughs> yeah oh, oh i gotta- love uh, what's that? Is it the cyanide? What's the cyanide and happiness cartoon? And there was like a, I think it was some, I think somebody modified it to be reptile related, but it had like all the parts of the brain or whatever, you know, and it, and it, it's like the smallest part of the brain was remembering people's names. And this guy yeah. comes up. And he's like, That's yeah. your brain. <laughs> he says, Hey, my name's Steve or something. And, and then he's like, say Jarvis, did you know that the, <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> yeah, so 
Good times. Well, um, thanks everybody for listening to Reptile Fight Club, and uh, we'll catch you again next week for another episode. Now it's time for crumpets. <laughs> Fight Club. Man.